good evening happy tuesday ringside family it's your one and only professor ll here without the specs tonight because you know it's a calm one tonight we we do an interview and i'm excited and you know we're about to have some fun but you know let's let's bring the man of the hour on you know he, he's impacts on he's one of my faves because you know he, we go back i go back with the desi squad so you know that his squad i gotta bring him on but you know, y'all, let's welcome it on. Raj Singh, how are you doing, sir? I'm going to bring you on. How are you doing? How are you doing? Professor LL, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for that uh, wonderful intro. Yo, I'm telling you, people don't know, the, the Hit Squad was dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this Hit Squad, is a, it, was a good, it, was, it was a fun little uh, program there. Kind of yeah. wished it had a little bit more longevity, but, but yeah, no, I appreciate you uh, bringing that up too, man. Yeah, so tell us a little about yourself, man. Um, you know, I, I know you're based in Calgary, but you know how you know. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm 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 a second gen second gen wrestler, and I've been doing this my whole life. Um, and I mean, as for those watching, <clears throat> I'm on uh, Impact Wrestling currently, and look look like I'm gonna be here for a while yet. So uh, they'll find me here, and they'll find me doing like the local shows right now. Canada and uh it looks like things are picking up so I'll be up in the in the eastern states um the next little bit here and then I got some international stuff coming up too so uh gonna be busy body with my impact stuff going on too dope and to our viewers that are on you know shooting your questions this is the time you know we got we got them on let's let's hit them hard-hitting questions <laughs> speaking of questions speaking of questions so I, I'm gonna start off early so for me like I said I've been a fan forever and I know early in your career, you know, you had the privilege of being trained by your father, Gama Singh. Yeah. Yeah. But also Bad News Brown. <laughs> yeah. Bananas, man. bananas. And then yeah. on top of that, you know, you go through that training for about a year and then you hop on to Stampede Wrestling. Yeah. So my question to you is, you know, what's one thing you would say that you've learned from that time that you just will never forget or that you still use to, uh, uh, you know, now? Um, I, I get this a lot. Um, and for me, it's like that training with uh, bad news, more so with bad news because he was like the technical and, you know, pushed me with the hard work, the dedication, the determination. My dad was more the fine tuning and the stuff at home mm -hmm. and submission stuff. Okay. Um, but with bad news is always give it your all and the best you can because you never know when your last match is going to happen you know That's for whatever for whatever reason it could be an injury it could be uh you get released you could quit whatever it is every match you have you want to go out there and have the best performance and give it your all because today could be the last day for whatever reason <clears throat> and that's something that i literally carry with me every match or every show, even if I'm managing ringside or whatever it is, mm -hmm. it's like, this could be the last performance. So I go out there and I give it my all. And I just, I literally go out there and I imagine that bad news, my dad and uh, Champagne Jerry Morrow, who a lot of people don't, aren't familiar with, but they were my main trainers. Um, mm -hmm. I always just picture that they're watching or they are going to watch it at some point and give me some feedback as well. So I just make sure that I'm out there giving my best and that if anybody is looking up to me, that that's something they could take from it and turn around and say, well, <clears throat> he gave my all, so I got to give my all too. 
that, that that's from the training. But what about Stampede itself? Because I'm telling you, Calgary is just wrestling <laughs> country, man. Are you kidding me? Just to technical wrestling. That, that's Calgary. That's it. That's the stamp. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's true, man. Like when we tell people from Calgary, they're like, oh, you're one of the hard hitting guys. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, hey. yeah. That's a good style, man. I, I like that. <laughs> Physicality. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Yeah, it's a strong style and like the you know the the technical stuff. And um, I I was blessed. I came up. It was Jinder, myself, Natalia, TJ, Teddy Hart, Harry Smith. We were all together growing up. Um, and we had a lot of good local talent in Calgary that didn't get the opportunity. We had Victor from uh, the Ascension as well with us. Like mm-hmm. we had a very good that's group. Cool. That's a big. Yeah, that's a big group. Yeah, and we had a we had a very good group that like you know you're you're doing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday with these guys. Like you have no you ha- you're going to get good no matter what because you're working with such good talent. And then right. um, just the trickle down that we had, like you know, from my dad's era down to the era just after them, which passed on their stuff to us. And a lot of people call Calgary the mecca of professional wrestling, and it's kind of. Uh, it's getting away from that right now just because there's so many indies everywhere else and people aren't mm-hmm. really taking it as serious, but the same way you guys have it where we want people to fall in love with it all over again. That's what I'm trying to do while I'm here. When I get to do my local shows, I want people to come and be like, damn, this is that hard hitting technical style. It isn't that flashy um, mm-hmm. high spot type style. So that's one of the things that I've taken from the stampede era is like that, I guess you can say that 80s, early 90s style where it's hard hitting, technical, and we tell that story. Um, and as you know, for those that watch me, I'm not like super flashy, but I really want to make sure what I do, I'm good at. And that was something that was really pushed on everybody at Stampede from hearing stories of bad news and my dad talk about it all the way down to us and the guys we tell afterwards now um, in the new Dungeon uh, Dungeon Boys wrestling that's coming up. Uh, mm. You, we want that hard hitting stampede style. We transition. You talk about the hard hitting, and I mentioned it earlier when I introduced you. I have to, I have to know how did the Destiny Hit Squad get started? Because I'm telling you that that was one of my favorite tag teams back back then, man. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, well, uh, Rohit Raju was already with the company, mm-hmm. and then I came in. Actually, my dad came in, and then I came in after. So we had uh, Gersinder, Rohan Raja now on uh, NXT UK. He mm-hmm. was there with Rohit Raju because I was actually with a different company and we were negotiating back and forth. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what uh, kept me away from the DC Hit Squad. So um, it's funny because they were asking my dad some names that they could use for DC uh, Hit Squad or whatnot. And then my dad and I came up with DC Hit Squad and I was helping my dad every way I could. And then right. when he was on TV with them, He's like, yo, these other guys aren't bringing you in. You can come to Impact and, you know, and then I spoke to the office there. I showed up. And just as I showed up, Gertzinder, his contract just came up. So he's like, I'm mm. out of here. He he took off to right. NXT UK. And right. we're really close, actually. We trained together. Okay. We lived together for a little while. So I thought, yeah. like, oh, shit, like, I'm going to be on a, on a squad with this guy. It would be cool. Right. And I didn't, I hadn't met Rohit Raju yet, but as soon as I got there, right away, boom, you guys are tag team. And uh, uh, Rohit and I, we, we hit it off in the locker room, which was cool. Like we became buddies right away. So that helped. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then they brought uh, Shara along as well. So it was kind of going to be a trio 
Right. And it was just, and it was just something like, you know, let's go and make a badass Indian faction here and go piss off the people any way you can. So that's kind of <laughs> how it came about, man. <laughs> hey, I respect it, man. I'm telling you, that was some good times. So, I mean, look, looking back on it, like, I mean, I'm going to take my individual bias out of it, but uh, what would, you, is, is there anything you, you think should have happened differently or you would have personally done differently during that, that, te- that run when you guys were, you know, pretty much heavy hitters and impact? Yeah. So the thing is, for me is like, uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? And it's so right. easy to turn around and say, we could have done this. We should have done this. Um, myself personally, there are so many things I could have done better. And I, I hold myself accountable for that. Like there is no, um, ah, the company could have done this. The company could have done that. If I came a little bit more prepared, uh, they would have just skyrocketed with us. So I can take the onus for that. And I can mm-hmm. own up to that. Um, booking wise, they did a great job. They kept us strong. And then they started, uh, I mean, we were losing matches left, right and center, but we went out there and we performed our best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you're telling me, brother. Uh, my my finishing move for the longest time was staring at the lights, you know. Um, right. That was, that was so I'm telling you, bro. I was to check my bias out of it. I was like, nah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, we were working with such cool, such good talent. Like, we worked with the Rascals and we had uh, mm-hmm. the Deaners. They had that problem with the Deaners. And then even, like, the enhancement talent we were working with, it was so fun. And I just felt like, yo, man, I really like this, um, where we're at. And then we had TJP. In there with mm-hmm. Allah as well near the end I before know, I yeah. got hurt, and it, like they were they were trying, and then just as it looked like it was about to turn around, is when I got injured. So I can't really say that the office yeah. was gonna or should have done anything differently, because it looked mm-hmm. like the trajectory we were on was turning for the better, right. and then it just happened that a little bit of bad luck with myself getting hurt, and then Shara got hurt right after too. So it was kind of like. Yeah. You know, and then you saw what Rohit did by himself. So it ended up being right. good for him. Um, but ultimately, I guess, like to answer your question, what more could they have done? I'm only going to put that on myself and say, you know, I could always be that much better, look that much better, um, you know, diet proper and all that stuff. So that that's all on me. But company wise, mm-hmm. uh, they, they did their part. They, they put this up. I mean, maybe if anything, step a little bit away from the stereotypical uh, aspect yeah. of characters. Uh, mm-hmm. because you know, um, like I'm I'm Indo Canadian, I'm Punjabi, I'm proud Punjabi. Like I can I can go to India and have my conversation, and you would never know that I'm not from there. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm proud of also being, like you said, a stampede guy. <laughs> so right. I can be Indo Canadian, represent my people, but at the same time, be like I can be an Indian dude on TV with swag and dress nice as opposed to like wearing the traditional garb looking like i'm gonna get married every weekend so <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to get you know maybe we're trying to get away from that but i think it, right. we're, we're on that roll now we're on that roll now okay see it, it's dope you brought that up so here, here's a question what's the one thing you would change so if, if you had the keys right now to mm-hmm. the rest of the universe as a whole mm-hmm. what's one thing you'd want to you'd change as wrestling as a whole? Yep. Damn. That's a great question, dude. Uh, I'd bring back more realism. That's for sure. I'd bring back more realism. Realism is number one for me. I don't want to see, you know, flippity flip all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like my, my favorite wrestler right now, 
that's not an impact because I mean, I could be biased and tell you so many good hidden gems we have, hidden treasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's from uh, the FTR. I love watching FTR. That realism, just I'm sold right away. Yeah. Right away. Hey, and, then, uh, and then the uh, genius. Andrade. Genius. Yeah. Andrade, Andrade Alves is another one. Yes. Yeah, he, he's another one that just that realism is what gets me. So that's what I would do if I had the keys. And the other thing is the stereotypes. I would step away from the stereotype um, for everybody, for everybody. You know, maybe one or two here, you know, it serves its purpose. But I would step away from it. And part of my thing is like, for example, a guy like Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. When you watch him, he's Mustafa Ali. He's not a brown guy. He's not a Pakistani. He's not this. He's he's Mustafa Ali from Chicago. Right. A good wrestler that you want to watch. Right. And that's what we want. That's what we want to get to. Okay. Well, let's let's expand on that a little bit. So, because right. you brought it up. Now, I mean, for me, I knew, I know probably other people, they do their, their due diligence. They realize, you know, you are cousins with gender. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> How, how how is that like how's that relationship with you both uh, with jinder and i yeah uh, it's great man we we talk all the time and uh like we we stay in communication as much as we can like he's super busy with his acting and his uh obviously being on tv every week um but we we, we catch up every so often or it's a quick like yo what's up brother how you doing he's like, hey man i'm busy right now i'll call you tomorrow and we don't miss the calls we don't miss the birthdays we don't miss anything like that and then uh, if we're ever in the same city or it's like, hey, man, I'm going to be in Florida at such and such time, he'll make time to go out of his way to come see me and vice versa, you know. So it's 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 cool. Like, we're still we're still really close. Okay. So for both of you guys, I mean, I, if Jinder was on, I would ask him the same question. But how – because you have brought it up. And like I said, you know, for us, we're all about, you know, people. Like, like how do you guys deal with that representation? Because stereotypes, I mean, that's all across the board. Like, we all have issues with that. Like, how do you deal mm-hmm. with that? Though? I mean, that's got to be annoying at some point. Where like, hey, you got to act this way today, or you got to do this, and it's just like, really, I'm more than just that specific type, you know? Yeah, no, like the, the typecasting is tough. Uh, it is tough, but at the same time, it's like you, you look at it, uh, and and then you think it's like, damn, man, like. I want to be out of this mold. I want to, I want people to see me for a good wrestler. I want them to see me for a talent on the show. I want them to see me for, hey, those are those Indian guys. Or, hey, those are those X guys or Y guys, whatever. It's just, you know, we want to see, oh, okay, I like these guys. These guys are badass. Oh, those guys are good wrestlers. Or, hey, those are the baby faces I want to cheer for. You know, we want to be in that mold. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it does come with a sense of pride because, like, I will have uh, a bucket load of uh, people from India or even within like the Indo-Canadian, Indo-American uh, community that reach out. They're like, yo, man, what you're doing for our people is so cool. Like, yo, man, keep it up. And, and you know, they, they see me wearing the turban on TV as, a, mm-hmm. as an homage. I don't do it as a joke. I do it as an homage to our people, to the warriors uh, back from Punjab, like the fighting era. Mm-hmm. and 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 to our culture that's why i wear it so i get a lot of positive energy and a positive um feedback from people about that so in that sense it's also like a sense of pride and it's like damn i'm doing my part to make people happy and want to support me for who i am that's huge 
I think that's really a good way of looking at it. Because I mean, when when people hear representation, they immediately think of the negative side of it. But there's there's actually a positive side to it because there are people that you know they they you know they see you or they see like you know myself on TV or you know just other wrestlers like oh hey that's me right there I can you know it, it's that pride you know that would say oh hey if he's doing it I can do it. it it opens eyes to to the business as a whole and it just shows that hey we're capable of doing other things I think that's 100%. important to realize. 100% spot on, brother. <clears throat> I got, got, got a couple more. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to shut. This is a shout out to our, our uh, Mr. Know-it-all champ, uh, Sir Mac. This is always, this is one of his questions. So we consider right. it the Mount, Mount Rushmore question. So who all would right, you say okay. are your top four all-time wrestlers? Top four all-time wrestlers. Kurt Angle, number one, hands down. Okay. For me. Uh, Eddie is hey. up there. Who? Uh, hmm. <laughs> Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Okay. I'm a huge fan. And then uh, I have to let my bias take over. I'm sorry, dude. I got to go with the Calgary guy, Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting for some. I was, yeah, yeah, you put Bret over Owen? I would have put Owen, personally, because I'm an Owen fan, man. Like, Yo, I'm a huge fan of Owen, and I, I take a lot of flack for saying like he's one of like the best but at the same time uh it's just he just never had that high profile that's all it is that's literally all it, is. it was just uh limity snickets for the guy. unfortunate events for owen he just never yes, got that very. that's yeah. all it is if it, you know if you put him in the top position he would have had that position ask me to not rush more than 10 years it'll probably change though because there's some guys right now that when i watch them i'm just blown away so Matt, thanks. Appreciate that. If you got any questions as you are watching, you know, chime in. Oh, it's, a, it's an open door policy. So definitely, if you got questions, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Okay. I can respect that. So yeah. on that hey, who's, theme, who's, uh, who's on your, who's on your rush, Mount Rushmore, if you don't mind me asking? Ooh, so. okay. So I got, for me, it's Owen. Oh, okay. Nice. Owen's one of, he's one of my all-time favorites. Um, I'm a big rock fan. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely Eddie, and you know I, I gotta go. Honestly, it's a, it's a name you don't hear a, a lot of, but I, I was a big fan of Ezekiel Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. again, he's kind of one of those where it's just like you said, you know, he and was crazy with the, in that short time he was being pushed, and I was like, I was so excited, you know, because I was thinking they were gonna put the belt on him, but you know, it, it's it's the business for you, so it's one of those yeah. one what is. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's changed, but you know, there's certain ones that are just near and dear to my heart. Like I, I swear, Owen is just—he's just that guy. Just the technical. I just love technical wrestling, so it's like you know. He was it, so. It, have it, you ever it, seen it, any of his stampede stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. Unreal, unreal, man! I could watch that all day. Yeah, he's one of those where I always felt like when you know when he was just free to be himself, it was just great to see. Cause I mean that's the that's the kind of where I just kind of feel I could be wrong, but it's something as a fan watching the sport, I, I I feel like certain wrestlers are kind of being put in a box and said, hey, you can only do you know X Y Z, you can only talk like this. I'm like, but that's not fair. You should just let them blossom into who they are because if you let them do that, you're gonna learn more about that individual. I know exactly what you mean, brother. You don't have to say any more to me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, my uh, my headset looks like it's dying, so I'm just recharging one of them here. Okay. Um. So here, here's one for you. So 
I know in your career you've had some, you've won some titles, you've had, you've had, you've had some really good matches. What would you say has been your favorite title that you won, and also favorite match that you were a part of? So favorite title, um, it, it's got to be in Stampede. It's the British Commonwealth uh, mid heavyweight, and that's because mm-hmm. my dad had it the most amount of times. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big okay. mark for for history, and I'm a big mark for like legacy. And mm-hmm. it was huge. Like for me at the time, I was so happy to get that title. And my cousin's laughing, you know, as a big joke to him. He's like, ah, you're a mark. Whatever. It's, it's, a t- it's heavier suitcase now. And then we had <laughs> other people. <laughs> you know, like cool. I told my dad, my dad was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. And then mm-hmm. now looking at it so many years later, like in the history books, I was the last person to have that title. And my wow. dad so. And my dad had it like so many times in Stampede. So that kind of stuff I I, I enjoyed. So that was my yeah. favorite title. Um, did you say be- did you ask best match too? Yes. You've, you've had some good ones, man. I'm telling you, you've had some, I, some pretty good ones. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Um, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Uh man, so many good matches. Like, um, Honestly, it, it, there's there's so many, but like when we first started, it was uh, Raj, Jinder and I, his name is also mm-hmm. Raj, just for those that don't know. Jinder and I, we worked with TJ and Harry. We had just, like, I'd known them growing up, right. but it was the first, and I was a hockey player my whole life. I thought I was going to be in wow. the NHL. Um, and I like, you know, I was going to play NCAA and all this, and I just turned out to go, dude, wrestling's where my heart is at. So... I go mm-hmm. and then these are like, hey man, you do wrestling now, yada yada yada. I show up to the arena and they're like, it's you guys with Harry and TJ first night. And we were like, oh Oof. man, we were like wow. tripping. That's history. Yeah, I'm like, uh, okay. And, <laughs> and those matches were so good right off the bat that they wanted to work with us like continually. And then there was one day yeah. uh, Harry went to Japan, then Teddy came in, so we worked with Teddy and TJ. Wow. So right away, we're working like with these guys. And we went on a tour and then we worked with Kenny Omega on the first night. So we're literally working with just stars right off the bat. Right. But uh, yeah, I would have to for sure. Dude, it's it's kind of corny to say, but those first sets of matches that we had with uh, the Stampede Bulldogs, TJ and Harry, nothing mm. really matched them. But I think that might just be something in our own minds or mine especially because it's like they were so good right off the bat. And in that Stampede way, it was hard-hitting, told the story. All we knew was the finish. Nothing was planned. So we just oh. come out, had a boom, great match, flawless. That's crazy. See, the fact that you said you didn't, you didn't, all you knew was the finish. See, that, that's that's crazy. So you just pretty much just making up. Did you guys like talk about it ahead of time or you just kind of just showed up to the match Mm-mm. and went just... We showed up. We didn't even know we were going to wrestle that night because we just brought our gear and Bruce Hart had told us like, Hey, we want to use you, but we're not sure. <clears throat> uh, we might have your dad at the ringside when he comes next week, and blah 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 blah. Next thing you know, somebody didn't show up, and like, hey, Stampy Bulldog versus <laughs> the two singles. We're like, oh, okay, cool. Main event, first night. And, well, so we do, we do got a a question coming in from from Matt. His question to you is, is how does it feel to be an impact so far? Um, I love it, man. I'm blessed. You know, it's a it's a company that gets a lot of. Uh, negative energy and a lot of scrutiny from people around the world and a lot of people watching, which is something I don't really understand because 
when you watch the product, there's so so many good talents out there. And the story writing is actually really good. So when people give it a, when they free their mind of the concept of professional wrestling is WWE and then everybody else, they're going to see it's a good show. So being an impact star for me is like, you know, I, I chose to be here. I chose to be here. And the fact that they wanted me here mm-hmm. um, speaks volumes because they only have so many roster spots. And I've got one and there's only that many people in the world that have that position. And I'm one of them. So I take it with a, you know, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Right. And, and, and for me, it's like being an impact star. It's great because what's my life revolve around training, getting better and making sure that I'm at the show again, doing my best because I never know when it's going to be my last one. It's a dope answer. So, I mean, this one, I got to ask on behalf of my wife, she's queen rose. She brings the thorns, but this is always her question. So basically in, in your spare time when you're not wrestling, you know, what do you do for self-care? How do you relax? You you know, you work out. <laughs> I mean <laughs> catch a movie. <laughs> yeah, so I uh I'm gonna switch my headphones. This one just gave me the little gimmick. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay, perfect. Sorry. Um so yeah, I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym uh six days a week. Uh and then I, I'm in the ring like five to six days a week as well. I have a ring here in Calgary. If I'm not on the road, I'm in the ring. I'm at the gym. Uh, I'm a, you know, I, I see my parents as much as possible, my mom and dad. So I hang out with them. Um, and what a lot of people don't know about me, I mean, it might be not common knowledge, but some people might know. I own a hockey league. So I'm actually the commissioner of a, hockey le- a men's hockey league in Calgary. Mm. so you know that's i spend dope. a lot of my See, time there you yeah know. hockey that's cool <laughs> how long have you how long have you on i like that? making sure. on it. On it. uh i've been doing that for 15 years so wow. like yeah a thing a lot of people don't know like i said hockey was like my first love well second love after wrestling then went back but i i played in the world cup uh ball hockey for for team india um so i did that mm. and then um, I used to organize, I used to organize playing like street hockey with all the kids in our community, but then mm-hmm. we would run it like, uh, this school versus that school, this community versus that community. And we started making little tournaments on the weekends. And I'm just like, yo, dude, I'm going to start making money. I was like 12 years old. I was like, I'm gonna start making money out of this. And as soon as I was old enough, got the arena, mm-hmm. locked down the contract, the sponsors, and I've been running it ever since. So it's been, it's nice. been 15 years and, uh. It's called the Royal Hockey League, yeah, and we, uh, yeah, we. It, it's basically like WWE, like pushing storylines and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. we just have like the guys go play hockey and have their fun. That sounds fun. That actually sounds a lot of fun. And as you can yeah. see, Matt's over here. He's saying he's glad. I'm a big video game too. If anybody wants to get beat down and Madden, just hit me up. Ooh, you're gonna have to put your <laughs> sources out there. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Madden. Uh. From one matter yeah. fan to another, <laughs> salute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big man. I'm, I'm in like, I'm in a league with 32 users, bro. Like, I, I take my Whoa. Madden serious. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I, I might have to stay on my lane then, you know. Nah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Um, okay, so let's see what I got. Well, I mean, I got, I got one more question for you, and uh, of course. for me, it's something I always like to ask. When 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 your career is up, because this is how we always end. Uh, what 
what do what do you want your legacy to be? Like when you know when when you're done and the boots you hang up your boots, you call it a career. Mm, it's a good question, man. Um, like I'm I'm a little bit away of uh, thinking of hanging up the boots. Um, mm-hmm. I do know what my 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 post career looks like in the sense of like as uh, uh, I'm go- I'm going to own a wrestling school where I teach people the technical stuff and like the old school stampede way that's going to happen for sure. And I'm going to also join that with like a, like like a drop-in type center where I'm helping the troubled youth and then getting them, you know, playing hockey, playing football, playing Mm -hmm. uh, basketball, whatever it is to get out of the troubled area to get off the streets and stuff like that. So that's where that would be. Plus I'm, I'm acting as well now. So I've been in a a couple of commercials and some movies and stuff. So I'm doing that. And that's what the post career is going to look like. But as for like a legacy or um, just like what it's like when I hang up the boots for the, for the people that I work with, have worked with, going to work with in the future. I wanted to turn around and say, yo, he was one of the good brothers that I could hang out with. I could work with them. It was fun to work with them. It was safe to work with them. It was good to work with them. And that they could, Look at me and say, I want to work with that guy. That's what we're looking for that aspect. When it comes to the management, the owners, writers, anything like that, I want them to turn around and say, I could trust this guy, put him in a position to succeed. I can rely on him. That's where I want the company to look at. And then from the fans' perspective, I want, as a, as a heel, I want them to hate me. But hate me as a character, not hate me for who I am or thinking that I suck. <laughs> yeah, uh, us, us fans, we can take things personal and literally, because I'm just like, he's just yeah. acting. That's not legitimately how he is. I'm yeah, like, you know, and, and, I, and I get a lot of people, like, a lot of hate, which is cool, because at the end of the, at the, end of the day, that's what fuels people to, to push and strive to be better. And right. then for the people that do like me, I want them to like me for the right reasons as well, and to like me for the art and the dedication and the heart that I brought to wrestling. And I want everybody, I want it to transcend that this guy is giving his all in there. There's no days off there. I, I love wrestling. Anybody that walks in here thinks that it's just easy peasy or they think that, you know, whatever, like, no, nah, dude, this is like a lifestyle for so many people. This is, this is something that I want people to turn around and say, this guy's doing it the right way. Well, Ryan, the four is definitely yours. What's what's next for you? What do you got coming up? I mean, I know I know we can always see you on Impact, but you know what? You got any independent dates coming up? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, man, my my independent dates uh, in in the states um is gonna start rolling around August, just because we're so busy with our Impact schedule. Mm-hmm. And then I've got uh, I can't remember when I my, I got, I've got an agent, um, and he told me it looks like I'm gonna be going to Puerto Rico soon. So. Ooh. That's, That's where I want to go. I, I love it there. I have a house. I have a house there. I have a house oh, there, dope. so now I get to go visit. And then, um, okay. and then uh, I will be going to Qatar or uh, Qatar. Yeah, I got Qatar coming up in the end of May. Um, and then I've got some acting gigs. So I have literally no downtime right now, which is cool because I like having that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the, in the local circuit, I mean it's kind of like a corny plug here, but if anybody ever wants to pay attention to what I'm doing or where I'm going to be next, 
my Instagram uh, and my Twitter is where I share a lot of that stuff. So then they'll be able to see it's at, uh, at True Raj Singh for both my Twitter and Instagram. And I'm posting my stuff there, having as much fun and being positive on there. So uh, that's what's next for me, man. We got New York this weekend. Then I've got uh, a week back in Ontario. And then I am uh, back on the road with Impact again for Cincinnati, Kentucky. Then I go to Florida. I'm going to spend some time with uh, the Maharaja. And nice, then, um, nice. A couple of my homies over there. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see a couple yeah, of my friends you should, there. You should help us get them uh, on the show. You should help him get us. We, 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 we get <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best, man. I'll do my best. I know nice, that he nice. has a. Uh, he's restricted. He's restricted. He can't yes. do everything oh, he wants yeah. to do. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but I've, you know, I, I can dream. I can dream. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day, you know what? Maybe, maybe have me on again, and I'll just make sure we arrange it that I'm. I'm sitting with go. somebody at the same time or something. Nice. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, Raj, I mean, this this has been a pleasure. Um, we definitely gotta do this again. Like I said, you know, once once you're on, you become your family. So just know, hey, we, we always we're here for you. We're gonna look forward to you know, just continue just building what you do. I mean, like I said, we, we watch on impact, but I, I love what you're doing outside of impact. And you know, I think that's that's the bigger picture, is you know, you're just trying to help the community around you and just building just building a great legacy of just of showing what hard work is and just making sure that you know kids and just put people that need it know that you know hey they got a place to go to or and you know and just be put on that right path thank you man and i just i wanted to say uh i really appreciate you guys for having me on man everybody uh thank you for every one person that's listening to right like uh it means a lot because you're going out of your way and and again, it's like like how you said earlier, man, like we want people to fall in love with wrestling all over again. And it's something that, that I hold close to my heart because I love wrestling. <laughs> it's literally the first thing I think of and the last thing I think of before I go to bed. Hey, I'm with you on that. Re- wrestling uh, has got me through a lot of things. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, well, hey, you got you got an Impact Wrestling fan here, Matt. He's saying Impact Wrestling all day, so... <laughs> Matty Boggs, uh, thank you, brother. And then uh, our GM, you know, he's giving you a shout out. He's just saying thank you. Like I said, you family, bro. Hey, so man, you thank you, man. Hey, I, 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 I missed meeting you, man. But for sure, we'll catch up. We'll do it next time. Yes, sir. And you know, family. Before we get out of here, you know, when it comes to Ringside ourselves, you know, if you're trying to figure out where we at on Facebook, Ringside Mayhem Podcast on Twitter. RSM Mayhem Pod. Last but not least, lovely IG, Ringside Mayhem Pod. But, you know, YouTube is blowing up and we appreciate y'all. You know, find us on either SSAW TV, Ringside Mayhem Pod TV. Click that notification bell, you know, so you can stay up on all the interviews. There's like this one right here, all the clips, all the mayhem. And I appreciate y'all taking the time out to, you know, participate and watch in. But till next time, Tune in where all the mayhem goes down. Thank you. We out.